Hello and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly uh, Artifact Podcast. I feel like, you know, I should have gone better over the weeks on that, but I keep getting worse. Started off strong. Started off strong. Starting off you almost strong. said Rocket League. I heard Rocket League I... in that. <laughs> all right. All right. You don't have to tell them, like, you know, some, you know what my mind's thinking when I'm trying to say this. So, you have two different podcasts. You start off similarly and this is what happens, right? I start again. Start again. Like start rewind. again. Oh, no. We're not going to edit. We gotta. No, no, I'm not saying editing. We're you just, just going like, rewind. Right. Hello and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly ah, Artifact. I keep okay. All right, last time, last time. <laughs> this is my warm up. Blah 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 blah. Hello and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Artifact Podcast. I did it, guys. Um, we uh we've had. I mean, listen. Artifact does not have enough news, but we have revolutionized. I feel. For some reason, we've gotten the most comments this week, the most, and also the quality memes have increased, right? And we're oh, going to yeah. talk about it. Uh, the first thing is, I think I think the comment read, I don't know, did either of you see this comment uh, where uh, the sunk cost fallacy? Uh, link it in our little Discord thing to make sure. I usually look at the Reddit, so probably, was- but... What was the thread? What was it? What was it about? Uh, so the thread read. Um, I wonder. I wonder if I can. Wow, we're doing this great, great production. All right, guys. Great preparation. <laughs> great preparation. You read it on Reddit. I read it on Reddit. Oh my goodness! I'm gonna find. All right, I'm gonna keep talking. Maybe one of you can find it. It's on the. It's obviously on the main artifact Reddit where there's no upvotes, right? Because that's the way that works. <laughs> the other ones you know we're at like 15 or 16 on the other subreddits but on this one you know what what were you gonna say you said listen you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna school me here zooches no i'm art of fun wait i'm just looking at the reddit right now and i got i got really uh i got a chuckle from someone calling it wrist artifact <laughs> all right on the uh, subreddit all right here we go Listen up. Uh, I'm going to name the name because why not? All right. I got to Actually, do I want to give this person? No one's going to go back in the comment. And it's much more entertaining. You know, I'll call people like, out that don't want to be called out. So, we're like three uh, minutes into this podcast and not a single, like, substantive thing has been said. You know it's what? Fine. But listen, the people don't want substance yet. Okay. All right. You want you want a nibble. All right. You want... You want some some breadsticks, all right? This is no the breadsticks part, all right? If anything, all right, what we've proven is me ranting for 20 minutes, all right, is what brings people in anyway. So, uh... <laughs> the, the headline does. The headline does, all right. Um, yeah. Here it is. So, Particle Man Prime said, Choosing to continue an artifact podcast? I get that sunk cost fallacy is a powerful motivator, but you really might want to try to mediate on when it's time to cut your losses and move on to something else. All right. I remember that Ooh. comment. That that was actually I completely. That was really funny. I chuckled. It was hilarious. It, I was laughing, and then I had uh, Brave. I think I think he's uh, the person that was defending us is actually from the other podcast, so that's kind of cool. Um, but I was laughing at the original comment and the fact that we had someone defending us against it. Um, because I'm like, I mean, I mean, listen. there's, 
there's just these people like there's just people in the subreddit that just sit there and I don't you know they I don't even know if they've ever played the game but they just you know they just want to they just want to hate they just want to see something to to just tear down yeah but also I want to say this like a hundred percent they they couldn't have possibly listened like and if they are listening then that's that true. is that is hilarious um but yeah, they, they just they sit through just like an hour of us just shooting the shit <laughs> and like you know what i hated that that was awful i didn't i didn't sense any effort that was just terrible i'm gonna let these guys know that that was just terrible oh well my but it's only it's only going downhill from here no. uh gentle listener no it's, it's definitely going uphill all right especially if you start talking about pizza um no <laughs> Um, no, but all I want to say is, um, I think in general, when I started this podcast, um, listen, it was, it was, you know, it was a new game and there's high hopes, right? So obviously you want to get in, um, like early, right? You want to get in, you want to see what happens. Um, Everyone but, did. but I think to, to, to the fact that I've kept at it for, I think we're at month, what? Yeah. The fourth month in or third I don't know what it is now. The week's kind of all combined. Um, but the fact that we've, you know, kept at it this long, uh, I think uh, at, at some point I, I realized, uh, you know, listen, I just got to be happy with the people that are listening to the podcast, okay? I, I can't make every person happy, but those people I can make happy, all right? There you go. Man, that was way more wholesome than I thought it'd be, all right? I was, like, stewing today, you know? I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to, like, lay the smack down, all right? on this person uh but uh then i actually responded genuinely so i don't know i don't know how i feel about that i'm sure he's pissed now now that he's, he's, he's so listening to yeah he's so pissed at not listening to us uh, <laughs> <laughs> um all right here this is the big thing all right the quality of memes that have been created on the subreddit have upped like significantly all right so um things i want to mention all right and I just want, well, quick, it can be as long as a take you want. Uh, meme number one, the short story that was written. I don't know if you saw yeah. this, but it was brilliant. It was, it was so well written. Like it was like, like I say that, like I say it was well written, but like to the like expressions and you felt the characters develop through these chapters. I was like, you could have a book. Like it was actually that good. Like I'm not is even. This the, um, is this is this the long in it for the long haul like end of the galaxy heat death story? I I I don't remember who it was by, but I yes I think that's what it was called, and it was like oh. they're nervously, like you know what I mean. I think I have it here. Was it was it titled "Still in It for the Long Haul" and it started with chapter one? Yes. 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 That was by yeah, birth defect. Very, oh, very funny name. Oh my goodness! It was absolute genius. All right, I think the greatest part isn't it like Gabe at one point. It's like, like he's just like I think he whispers something, or it's like still in it for the long haul, runs away or something. I'm just that sure. was the the that was the motif was the of motif. the piece, where at the end of each chapter, Gabe or Gabe <laughs> bot would whisper still in it for the long haul until the final chapter where it's the spoilers the by the way the... spoilers yeah spoiler alert for all you meme aficionados <laughs> it's like the heat death of the universe and the 
I, I don't remember the specifics, but like the universe is collapsing in and of itself and everything's gone and Gabe bot still exists and has a great reveal and it's not artifacts next update. It's some other bullshit, but that is the, the whole thing is poking fun at the still in it for the long haul. I loved it. It was great. 10, it was at, great. 10 out of 10. Deserved karma points. Uh, this, ha- this happens a lot with uh, I find it in the Dota subreddit, especially with just the long periods between waiting. Every every subreddit goes through this when there's any sort of content drought. So I'm glad I'm glad our game is uh, officialized by this by this phenomenon. Phenomenon. All right. Uh, second thing I saw there's a comic, the comic strip, um, and I believe in the fourth oh. panel it's like they're going through like the Dota and the. Um, uh, go to chess, and then they like go to artifact, and like we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, this is the Mars uh, initiation comic strip. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's a, it's shorter and sweeter. You, you can get in and out with a laugh, and yeah, you don't have to the be time. there all day. All right, it's good. It's good before breakfast. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah. Next one, I think there was a YouTube video. Is this the Semper Pi one? I yeah, I think it was more more recent. You watched it, right? All the way through, Zuchis. This, this is the best fucking video. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen it? Have you watched it? I like I I be I think I, I think I watched the first minute. All right, I didn't get through the whole of it. All right, Had other things pop up, but Zuchis, take us it. through this, please. Ike, it is a surrealistic <laughs> tour de force where someone takes i can't i don't even know where to begin to describe it it's just someone taking clips of artifact and i i I don't even know i can't even describe it's beyond words listen you 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 know what you're like you sound like someone that's like reviewing a painting you know like and then like they're gonna actually get to the painting or the video and be like oh okay this is what it was but like the way you're I, describing it is like the magnificent, like some post avant-garde, like <laughs> change it, change your life, change your life. I, I double dog dare you to watch it in its entirety and then come back and summarize it in like two sentences. In two sentences. Like, wow. Yeah, All right. Be like, be like, this is what it is. Other than like just fucking memory bullshit, like. <laughs> I think Semperpie has made a couple of those sort of shitpost videos. Uh, they've been around with the community. I've, I've seen their name pop up since the very beginning. So they're, they're definitely in it, in it for the long haul, you know, like we in are. In it for the long haul. All right. Um, let's get to uh, the last, I suppose, the meme that was. All right. I don't know if you, you, you guys probably saw this. All right. But... Um, uh, the Valve News Network, I think that's the YouTube channel, um, hosted host hosted a podcast with Grappler, and uh, I want to say his name right. I Trunk I didn't see Troll. This. I... Did you Trunk Roll? Did you see this? Yeah, I saw this. This is uh, Tyler McVicker from Valve News Network uh, with Anger Mania, Trunk Roll, and, and Grappler. They're they're basically the the biggest for the biggest current artifact streamers. True. Zuchis. Okay, so I did not see this, so I'm excited to hear about what it is. All right, well, it's a 48 minute like clip podcast where they they kind of take out bits, but it's it's just a podcast, right? But listen, all right, you know what they called it? Hmm. I think it was a hundred views or a hundred viewers. Which one was it? 
Before. 100 views the podcast. 100 views the podcast, all right? Stop stealing our gimmick, all right? Get out of here, all right? There's no way, there's no other way, all right? We're the only people getting consistent 100 views, all right? There's no, there's literally no one else doing that, all right? Get out of here, all right? Stealing our gimmick. I, I was laughing, though, because like, like, then I look at their views. I'm like, you're at, you're at 2.5K right now, bud. Like, no. you, you just, you, you can't, you know, can't steal our gimmick and then not deliver either, all right? Can't over. <laughs> you know who you're talking yeah. to, all right? <laughs> It was a good podcast. They brought they brought up a they brought up a lot of good points. The the thing that they kept circling back to was that the number one thing that uh, the game should have launched with, perhaps over everything else, was was cosmetics. Just because it drives the price down of regular cards, it gives people a reason to keep coming back, a reason to keep collecting. Wait, wait, say that again. I think I, I I at least missed it. Like um, the game should have launched with cosmetics. With uh, or cosmetics. Cos- okay. Yeah, cosmetics in terms of like uh, primarily foil cards, just premium versions of cards so and uh, i guess a small chance to open one in a in a booster pack this would drive the price down of regular cards because more cards would be put into the economy uh there's a collection aspect there's you know all the sorts of trading like prestige there's a lot of things that go with it yeah it's really weird that they didn't add foil or hollow hollow foil or whatever you want to call Mm -hmm. them premier cards like this is the only ccg i can think of that doesn't have that sort of gimmick and and this was brought up on the on their podcast too was that it's it's not even that they didn't valve's a company that they perfected the system of of microtransactions they perfected the system of just hats and all these like other fluff on top of the game that you can exchange with people so i mean then it was obviously just something that wasn't i guess ready for for launch but yeah it was it was a pretty glaring oversight yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. The fact that that whole first week, it's like, yeah, we will lose all our player base, and then we do the update that's supposed to save it. Like, when we've already lost most, like, if I remember correctly, did it take them two weeks? Was I'm trying to remember now. For back the, the, the first update, uh, two point, or 1.1. 1. 1. 1. 1. I think two weeks. I think after week one of launch, they had just a general purpose update, but then I, I guess they saw things weren't going wrong. 1. So they, I feel 1. like one should have been the release. Like, you could have kept, I think, a lot more players that way. I think one point two should have been the release. One point two was the one where they had the leveling system and the oh, ranking. okay, was that? Oh, was that? Okay, never yeah. mind. Yeah, no. The the, the that, build your legend update. Listen, yeah, if you if that was that should have been there. That that should have been there on release. Like you can't. It, yeah, that that makes me frustrated. Also, Nikita, good job for like taking it out of the meme state and just like actually, <laughs> you know, keeping us focused. Right. I uh, thought the primary purpose of this podcast was like dissecting memes. So I mean, we, we tried to do a little bit, but Nikita's brought us in. Um, sorry, guys. Is there sorry, anything guys. else that was? Because I think I think like why why did Artifact fail? Well, that's been discussed so many times. You know, mm-hmm. um, here, let's just list, I'm going to list off, all right? And then if I miss anything, let uh, me know. But all the possible things, I'm just I'm just going to list them. We're not going to talk about them. You're just, if, if you missed one, all right? If I missed one, sorry, you're just going to add it in the note, okay? Are you ready? No. Sure. Al- right. Alphabetically, if you can. No, there's no way that's happening. All right, cosmetics mm-hmm. is the new, the one that uh, we just mentioned, all right? Um, we have overhype on launch, right? Um, people saying it's an aggressive pay model. Uh, what else? Um, 
we had the the whole yeah with the hype this kind of tied into the hype but like the the fact that the beta keys were given out to certain streamers um mm-hmm. and they were saying like you know it was, it was very exclusive people said that was it uh unfinished game as we were saying like patch 1.2 should have really been released um as for actual gameplay um people find like every game draining so they're tired that's one thing people say um arrow rng is really boring and taxing and it's not as fun as other games rng uh what am i missing here well so i i don't want to like Listen, I don't want to be negative, but I feel like I want to get all of the points out there before well, well, one I, time. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna provide a, a topical anecdote, if you will. All right. So mm-hmm. I went to play trivia with a buddy of mine who is a longtime gamer, okay. Magic Pro Tour, Magic Pro Tour, multiple times uh, person plays every card game there is. Wow, you're just, um, you're just like you know. Pushing that in there, I see you. I see you flexing here. Okay. No, no, no. I, no, no, no. Actually, no, no, was, no. I mean, to be fair, you're you're also like somewhat. <laughs> I ha- yeah, I have more pro points than him for whatever it's worth. Um, <laughs> Got him. But no, his he, we were talking about it, and his his main complaint was not the RNG, n- nothing about the cosmetics or anything like that. He was just like, I couldn't afford to spend forty five minutes every game. Yeah. And then for it to all boil down to like the last two and a half turns. Like all right. you spend forty five minutes in a game and then like the only last ten minutes really matter. So are you, like... are you telling me, okay, that Yu Gi Oh did it right? I don't know. Is that what My you're dog. telling me? You're telling me the fact that in Yu Gi Oh now you can win within like five minutes or sometimes two minutes is the right way to go about making card games? I, I mean, know, man. I, th- I think what's important is just to keep the keep the time that you spend playing interesting. I, I think I've talked about this before, but I think mm-hmm. what it, the the boring games are compounded by the fact that the first set was just not interesting. It was a foundational set. It had pretty simple mechanics. Didn't have anything you know too crazy going on. But that that's how a set one is supposed to work. And we've just you know we've we've been playing with it for so long, and you know it's just that's just how it is. I don't think there's any way to get around it. I'll say this much. I wanted to say, because I, I think I've said this before, but I feel as the game goes on, the the further you are in the game, especially when you have game impacting or board impacting cards, I feel like you have left less and less choice as to what you can do if you are playing for initiative. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it, it feels as the game goes on, it's like if I'm trying to get time of triumph and I have to be first, let me not play anything for three turns just to assure that I was going to get it. Like, you know what I mean? Or uh, like, yeah, that's, what I'm trying to say is, you, you get what I'm trying to say. It's, it's just, the, I, the, I, I really like the initiative system. I think it's extremely unique, but at the same time, it does end up with this weird sort of like gameplay where you're, yeah, where you're not actually playing the game anymore because you are prioritizing initiative over everything else. I mean, yeah. it solves it solves the going uh first problem right isn't that that was like the biggest thing that it that it did yeah yeah but but the point the point is you want as much agency as possible and sometimes in the later games it kind of feels like all right let me never lose initiative so like you you your highest chance to win is oh you're gonna say something 
Yeah, the problem is, is that it does give you as much agency as possible. Just getting that agency isn't very fun. Like you're just sitting there not playing. Like that's your agency. You're like, well, I don't want to play so I can maintain my initiative. Like you have the agency there. It's just not particularly enjoyable. Yeah, I, I think that that's one thing. That's that's the first time like that thought when I realized that um it kind of felt like the game in later stages would be like, well, if you don't, if like, if you don't have initiative anyways, you just play random stuff. Cause like, that's your opportunity to play all your stuff. Like, do, do you know what I mean? At least when I was going through tournaments or watching or when I was casting tournaments, this is how I felt. Yeah. I could, I could yeah, I, I could understand that. Yeah. I got distracted because my dog is really, really interested in playing right now. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna split my attention. All right, playing artifact. <laughs> um. All right. I'm gonna. I'm. Gonna, I guess. I suppose what we can do now is. Uh. This is actually kind of a good segue since we started talking about a dog in the middle of our artifact podcast. Um. Zarthan, you want to bring out a comment about. Um. You know how how much are we actually following the game, right? I mean, I think we're following it. Well, so so there there was a comment on I think it was a different uh, podcast. I don't remember what podcast it was. It was just but... a Reddit. It was a Reddit comment. That's really yeah. It was a Reddit comment, and somebody basically said, "I'm really happy." It wasn't our podcast, but they said that I'm really ha- you guys are the only ones that actually talk about artifact out of all these podcasts. And I I just thought that was really funny, so I I brought it in here before we started, but. I mean, I think with this, with the way that the game is, I mean, what what has been said that hasn't already? What's to say that hasn't already been said? I mean, sure, there's still like we haven't done every single deck variation out there. I'm sure there's still some undiscovered archetypes, but I mean, with with the way development's going, I don't, I don't know if I, I think that's part of why there's this big doom and gloom attitude is that if, if the company seemingly doesn't care about the game, then why, why, why should I, if it's not going to be developed, then why should I care? Yeah. yeah as, oh, you want to take it? Oh, well, I was just going to add on to that where it's like, you've got um, the mainline tournament series ending. And that was like the last bastion of professional gaming that was going on in the, in the or, or area. So like now there are no like, big name tournaments that are happening so like what is there even to report on i i think I, just... I think what that comma was trying to look at is i'm pretty sure like i'd imagine that um in the other podcast they'd be maybe going into specific deck archetypes they're trying out um and maybe like what they see in the meta and stuff mm-hmm. um and that's one thing that we're not doing but um I'll, I'm, I'm, yeah yeah Honestly, to me, as, as I, I enjoy the game, you know, I've played the game. Obviously, I don't play as much as I used to, but I, I think all of the stuff that's surrounding Artifact and all the stuff that happened and how spectacular of a of a commercial failure it was that that's all super fascinating to me. I really, I really enjoy discussing that. We like least. discussing the inside baseball stuff, all right, more Absolutely. than the actual product, all right. Just like I don't. Okay, I'm a side tangent here. So when I listen to pro wrestling podcasts. What's more interesting is not them like them recapping the show and giving their thoughts is okay, but the more interesting thing is like, oh, all right, Brock Lesnar's contract, you know, is coming up. Is he gonna join the UFC? Like that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. The behind the scenes stuff and contract stuff and like this person got injured, 
what's going on all right um what are they planning for you know the, the main events what is this person saying about the company like those are all cool stuff i like listening to almost sometimes more than actually okay this is what happened on screen in the show right um no i t- totally agree i you know it's all i mean valve was one of the biggest companies of all time and i mean they're they're privately owned and they sort of you know they sort of said hey you know we can make a card game we have this you know great designer that designed magic the gathering and then they put it out and then this is where we are yeah. speaking of that speaking of that designer <laughs> yeah, yeah you want to bring that up that was the next thing i want to bring up yeah so i think a week ago there was a um Upload VR uploaded an article saying that they noticed that a portion of the 13 full-time employees uh, got laid off from Valve. Okay. Uh, and they sent in, and somebody sent an email to Gabe Newell, the CEO of Valve, and they said that apparently half of the Valve's hardware team had been laid off. Is there any truth to this? And he said it was 13 people. It was a people thing, not a hardware thing. So who were the people that laid off? Uh, the... One of the article writers at Artabuff uh, emailed Richard Garfield. And I don't know if this is the exact timeline of all this uh, to see if he wasn't one of the people that was laid off. And apparently, it was uh, it was him and his company that he hosts, uh, he has, which they uh, they get contracted by other companies to design games for them, and they're sort of there as a consultory. They're called Three Donkeys. Uh, and he said yes. So, I, uh, is it, do you want me to read out the whole uh, letter here? Yes, yes, please, actually. Sure. So he he said, yes, contractors included three donkeys, their company, which is me and Scaff Elias. We weren't surprised by the layoff considering how rocky the launch was. The team was enthusiastic about the game and were confident they had a good product, but it became clear that it wasn't going to be easy to get the game to where we wanted it. The layoff made sense for a number of reasons. To name a couple, now that the game is out... Uh, now the game is out there, time is more critical. So more voices within the team that you have to navigate may not be good as making less considered decisions faster. Another, the expertise that Three Donkeys brought is less critical after listening to us for four plus years. Both Scaff and I remain optimistic about the quality of the game and have offered our feedback and advice in an ongoing gratis capacity simply because we would like to see the game do as well as we think it can. We enjoy working with Valve and I was impressed with the relentless focus on the quality of the game and experience being offered to the player. Peace, Richard. Yeah, so... Uh... It's it's an int- like I think we we knew. I think didn't we know already before though that Garfield was well back in well, November. They, it was reported that he was like only coming in once a week because at that point in development you don't need the designer because he he's done the designing. Yeah, yeah, it's more tweaking at that point. Hmm. Um. But yeah, like he was always an outside consultant. Like he, he was never yeah. a valve employee. So to me, it sort of seems like a non piece of news because he was always going to leave valve at some point. Like, hasn't he made know. like so many games already though? Like, here's yeah, another he's thing. Made, yes. Like he, he designs the game, creates it, and then he kind of moves on to the next project. Yeah. He, he, he originally created uh magic, the gathering because he wanted to get his, his pet project, which was Robo Rally, uh, produced. <laughs> Do you guys remember Robo Rally? No. No. Oh, sorry, Zeus. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's a robot-themed board game. Oh, but, uh, lovely. Yeah. He, for those who care, he also um, is the designer for King Tokyo and that series of games. 
Also made Netrunner. Also made Soulforge, Keyforge. Did he? Did he make Soulforge? I thought that was just um, um, Pretty Boy Hearthstone player Kibler. No, he was. He was <laughs> on, on the. His name. It, 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 yeah, Brian. Brian Kibler. He was on on the Kickstarter. They they would plaster Richard's name just everywhere on there, saying that it was the designer of Magic: The Gathering making this game. You should you should care. Huh? I wonder what other game they would do that for. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, no. Like here, here's another thing though. Like, imagine if they didn't have him in the design team, and they announced this game. Like, I don't think like for all the, for all the hype that was right there with the game. I think you needed someone that had experience creating a card game mm-hmm. on the team. Well, if, if I remember correctly, I think it was wasn't it Richard Garfield that pitched the idea to Valve, like the original gameplay components of Artifact. I, I believe so. I mean, I I, I imagine it looked a lot more different. It's like five years ago now, right? Yeah. So it was I, a long time I imagine ago. it looked a lot different, but um, but yes, uh, I believe he pitched it. Are we I mean, spreading I, the, misinformation, Nikita? I don't know. I I just I that's that's why I said I'm not sure. But I think that's what we this say, I, I'm not sure. Anyway, keep going. I th- I think what happened here was uh, they just they had a contract and I guess they did with the, the they were contracting the company and I guess they just didn't want to renew it especially since I feel like now now that you know, Richard Garfield has done his job his company has done his job I, I and I think Valve wants to probably take Artifact in a different direction whatever direction yeah, it may think, be even if yeah. even if it's with the same gameplay I'm sure they're just like all right you know what you gave us the the rule set we can we can sort of go from here. And I think Richard Garfield's fine with that. This does this this email doesn't read to me as any sort of like he's bitter about it or anything like that. Like quite the yeah, opposite. To the, to the contrary, it actually seems like he. I mean, maybe this is just sort of being uh, a good savvy business person, but it seems like he has a good relationship with Valve and holds no hard feelings. So like, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, personally, and this is my unqualified opinion. I think the mechanics of Artifact are solid. It's everything else that sort of surrounded the game that really led to its downfall. But I, I so. agree with that. The the rule set is very tight, and it's very it's very nice. Length of game, though, right? We said was one thing, but I actually, while we're here, because we're, we're talking about the rule set, um, I do want to bring this up. It's it it. I feel like. If this wasn't Dota related, it might actually have done a lot better. I don't know why, but Maybe. like, I, no, I'm sorry, I know why. Let me let me tell you why. All right, let me tell you, brother. Um, I, I feel um, like Dota Chess, for instance, right, mm. um, is a game. Well, okay, well that actually defies my point. My point being, all right, the reason Dota Chess is so 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 well received, and I think we said this before. But I feel like it's a game that requires less. All right, let me like figure out what all these things are doing and all the mechanics and all that stuff. I can just kind of hop in and figure it out as I go, right? While mm-hmm. in Artifact, you're like scrambling, to, especially in the beginning, the first couple games, or especially if you've never seen the game, you see someone play the game, you're like, I am so confused. All right, my favorite thing was seeing people play me play the game when I was on campus, um, and. They would literally be bewildered because they had no idea what was going on. It was great, um, but not great for them if they want to be introduced to the game. Well, I mean, p- part of the reason to to just highlight the comparison a little bit more is that with Dota Chess, it feels like losing is less 
important. And by that, I mean, like, if you lose a round, so what? Heck, if you lose a game, who cares? You either lost quickly mm-hmm. or you learned from your loss. Like, you figured out, oh, okay, this is slightly better. Whereas Artifact, it's like, it's just 1v1. It's not 1v8. Your game is going to take a really long time, almost irrespective of your uh, ability to play the game. And it could take a long time depending on your opponents. So I don't know, man. It just feels like every game in Artifact is that much more valuable. It's not like the right word to use, but there's a lot much more writing on every single game than there is in... Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, a loss, and we, we we talked about this last week with just the with the team versus solo player arguments. Like a loss in artifact is that that's you know you're you're one person that lost, one person that wins. In auto chess, there's a bunch of people that lost, and there's only one winner. So a loss doesn't necessarily it doesn't feel as bad because you're, you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm part of this collective thing that that didn't make yeah. it. So I guess that's fine. Yeah, and the other major difference, and this is sort of like just highlighting another one of artifacts many flaws is that with uh auto chess there's this like built-in ladder with their ranking system that is like the obsession of everyone it's like can i get to rook can i get to queen Mm -hmm. uh can i get from pawn to queen in 30 games like that is a cool thing to do whereas with artifact there's literally no corollary so there's just no incentive to play that's the biggest that's such a I want to pace back and forth for a minute. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I, need- I mean, I don't. It, it was just all band aid fixes, right? Like the ranking system, the leveling stuff. They were all just like, "Oh, people actually really wanted that." So I guess we don't have enough time to work on the proper implementation of this. Let's just get it out, see if it works. And it it didn't. It wasn't the band aid fix wasn't enough. I was I was yeah. actually um, in an interview with Battlefly, um, the company that I don't know if you, have either of you heard of Battlefly. Yeah, of course. Battle Battle Fly or Battle Fly, like the Sorry, the, the tournament company? the tournament one. Battle Fly, that's the one, right? Sorry. Yeah. Um, point being, I was in an interview with them, and they were asking me, um, "Geez, now now I'm losing my train of thought." And what were we talking with just a second ago, Nikita? Uh, Band Aid fixes. It Band-Aid wasn't fix. enough people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Band Aid fixes. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, I had a great thought. It's gone. You'll never be heard ever again. All right, with that distraction, I think we can kind of move on to uh, the greatest name segment and probably the only reoccurring segment on the show, (laughs) Zuchzi's Custom Cardies. Yeah, we we'll, well the it's a work in the name is a is a work in progress. Well, this we'll, has been at least two weeks that we've na- we've used that name, so that's true. Uh, yeah, so I very last minute posted two cards on the uh, on our Discord. If you guys want to take yeah, a peekaroni, mm-hmm. um, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure. So you guys uh, gave me a hard time the last couple weeks for continually choosing I, what are you talking about shotgun cards. joe is killing it all right Sh- shotgun paul yeah. shotgun paul oh 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 my goodness um this sorry let me Ooh. shotgun paul all right let me give a shout out to shotgun paul i think on one of the posts um it wasn't the one i was under but i think he messaged someone um but essentially he was saying it was really cool that his cars were being fe- featured so. i think it was two well, weeks the episode two weeks ago 
I, I don't know which one it was. I got some <laughs> notification from someone, like through someone was telling me that someone was liking the fact that it was on the show. Um, yeah. I need to find that conversation. Keep talking about this card. Well, he can pound sand this week because we're not talking about him. <laughs> yeah, no longer. He got two whole episodes to himself. Yeah. So I actually specifically went out of my way to pick ones that were not his cards. Um, here we go. Uh, the first one is from a Mr. Blockleers. Uh, I'm getting both of these cards over on the Custom Artifact subreddit. So uh, I didn't really like cultivate like the best I, I literally just picked the first two that were like oh okay that seems cool um this is sort of a it's not as exciting as a lot of cards but i still think it's sort of an um integral part of a lot of these ccgs so i wanted to sort of emphasize it it's called chained evil uh it's a four zero four for two it's a black creep uh, and it has a play effect that says give two cards in your hand plus two lock so the, this basically is a better, um, oh golly, what is the name of that 4-2 guy that is sort of like the hallmark aggro card for black Un aggro Untested guy. Grunt. There we go. This is sort of a better version of that with a drawback, right? So there are these like black aggro with a drawback creeps in every game. Uh, in Magic, they had an entire deck base about it called suicide black right so thoughts on this one i i don't know as if the drawback is particularly onerous like um depends the phase of your game right so this is this is the decision making process when you get this card in your hand right you like if if it's early game you obviously would want to play because this gives you a really big advantage on board yeah if but the problem is if it is early game as well though if you play right away then you're 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 giving plus two lock, right? So that's two turns. Like unless your deck isn't playing anything till like mana five. Well, no, no, okay, hold on, stop. Just so we're all clear on the yeah. same page with the 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 mechanic is, okay. you'd give it you would give it two lock. So if on turn number one you play this in lane number three, then there's on the next round they would all have lock one and then by round number three they would all be gone so this yeah, really that would be five mana <laughs> sure okay so, so you, well, but yeah i get what you're saying if you play it strategically you really just have one pass where you're not able to play it right yeah yeah um, um and if you have a ton of cards in your hand then the the chances of it hitting like an important card are pretty slim I don't know. This is one of those cards where I, maybe I'm a little bit harsh in saying that the drawback isn't harsh enough. I, but yes, I see what you mean. Like I, I feel, I feel like no matter what, like you'd run this and you just play it right and hopefully get an aggro. And then once it didn't work out, you're like, okay, well at least I have board control somewhat now. So let me go yeah. and do the things I was gonna do anyways. Except I'm, I have an advantage on board because I killed a bunch of creeps. Yeah, I guess the the biggest thing for me is um, oh man, now what was I gonna say? Um, how, the biggest thing for me is this sort of plays right into the artifact is all bad RNG uh, meme, where <laughs> it's like 
there's no good art, like there's good RNG and bad RNG and this is bad RNG because there's no agency with it, right? Like you just slam it and like either it hits your most expensive cards and you basically get a 4-4 four, four for free or 4-4 four, four for two mana or it hits your like two least expensive cards and all of a sudden you're like unable to play cards for the next round. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, uh, Nikita, you got any thoughts on this? Uh, I like it. I like that the fact that there is decision making when you draw it and when you want to play it. I think it's a creative use of lock. I, I like seeing lock used this way as as not necessarily a, an offensive thing, but as something that you know you have to weigh the pros and cons on. I do agree that two cards in your hand plus two lock. I don't know with the amount of cards I, I feel like are in my hand all the time. I don't. Although maybe maybe in this kind of deck you wanna you, you're going to be dumping more, so it might be more more impactful because of that but yeah i can see that like you in the deck where you'd play this is not a deck where you'd like amass 12 cards in your hand you're trying mm. to play everything every turn yeah well the, but the, then that would be the drawback right like unless yeah. your whole deck was like cards like this that were really low drops so like if you had a, a deck with a lot of two and two three four drops it as long as like and like mini drop like creep drops specifically right as long as, um, like, you'd play and it wouldn't matter because you'd have some low drop anyways to just throw down and keep throwing down. Like, if you're trying to rush down, right? Yeah. Uh, overall, I like this card. I think I could definitely see this card existing in a future set, and I think it could be on the cusp of playability, if not, like, a very solid card. It really depends on, you know, how problematic putting lock on cards in your hand is, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Card number two. Uh, it is by Metal Hand One Thousand. This is also a wow, custom we're artifact. Some creative names here. Well, this is the person who posted its name, not the card name. Wait, is this also another one of yours? All right. Here, I'm connecting what? the DOS. Listen. All right. So we had Shotgun Paul, and I can confirm that Shotgun Paul was not you. Because uh, Shotgun Paul sent a message thanking us for discussing his cards. Oh, this is all the long con. I'm also Shotgun Ooh. Paul. But, okay, yeah. so maybe we're, Shotgun we're Paul's you as well. But look, what, the name was... Say, say the name of the uh, player again. Or the... Uh, Metal Hand 1000. Metal Hand 1000, all right? Metal Hand, what does that make you think of, all right? Full Metal Full Alchemist. Metal. It's all coming <laughs> together, all right? <laughs> Wait, if you rearrange Metal Hand 1000, it makes out Such. If you yeah, the... take the one and you make it straight and they take uh, take the zeros and bend them. Actually, the zeros could be Zooch. <gasps> yeah. I see it. I see it. All right. This is some, some beautiful mind type shit going on here. All right. Uh, uh, but yes, please discuss the card. All right, so this is on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. This is also a creep. It's green, but it costs 10 mana, which uh, I think is tied for the highest mana cost in the game right now. It is a 0, zero 15. Um, it says, has damage immunity except during the combat phase, and it has a death effect, which is destroy the enemy tower. Oh, dear. Yeah. So uh, my initial thoughts on this are that this would be problematic or would lead to some degenerate deck building. So 
if anyone's ever played any sort of card game with a ridiculously high mana cost card like this, you know that eventually there will get a way to cheat this card into play, and then you, it's sort of trivial to get rid of it and then trigger its effect. So, but listen, I really like the fact that damage immunity, except for during combat phase, right? Because yeah, so that means you, you're the way to loot to make this to win the game or to destroy the tower because this is not even end the game. This could just be a tower, right? Is to have yeah. is to put this in front of a giant creep. Well, okay. This this is my other big complaint. So I, I get what they're coming from. I I think they need to rephrase the the, the qualifier here because like has damage immunity except during the combat phase well it still dies to slay so you can just slay it or annihilate it oh or... yeah okay sorry yeah no that's what i you're right you're right i think i'd imagine what it should be is just cannot has damage yeah. immunity yeah. and cannot be destroyed except yeah, for cannot... the combat phase <laughs> something like yeah that. so let's let's operate on that assumption because like i'm, that seems like I'm a... already operating on that assumption sure. <laughs> Um, with that being said, I kind of like the idea of like this 10 mana, like, fuck you, <laughs> you know, for 10, for 10 mana, you can already deal 20 damage to the tower, which is like, generally speaking, half of the tower at worst. Right. So 10 mana is sort of like baseline. That's half of a tower is fair game. Right. So this is a whole tower with some hoops. That seems fair to me, yeah, right? You have, a, you have a 23, 23 axe time of triumph. Boom. Yeah. That's kind of. <laughs> um, no, I, I like the fact that you can it it it'd be like a way to counter almost giant heroes without just outright like stunning them or disarming them or killing them. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily win the game. Um, off the like right when you play it people they have a way to deal with it like they could cunning maneuver it or you know whatever it's called move it out of the way they could town portal scroll their gigantic hero away so like there's a lot of interplay between this and you know the opponent which i really like um i kind of i kind of picture a deck that's uh built around this card sort of wants to buff the thing that's in front of it so that it like you want to double edge the hero that's in front of the mad mood fragment so it, it gets the 15 in one hit or something like that yeah but like I, I don't even know if you need to go that far like if you're already playing 10 mana for this like presumably it's going to die if not that turn then the following turn so i don't think you have to go too far out of your way to make sure it dies um, but yeah, I could see this card existing. I, I would worry that there'd be a way to like drop it four turns yeah. early. <laughs> Man, um, yeah, that's my biggest concern. But, but other maybe, than that, maybe yeah. it wouldn't be as much of a threat at that point, right? I wonder. All right. So if it can't listen, hear me out. All right. So if it can't be destroyed, like we're, we're saying, it can't be what destroyed. Yeah, it can only be destroyed by damage. Can it be silenced? Um, what what does it even mean to silence a creep in this game? Like, are there, it's are there not... silence effects? Well, there so are drows. Yeah, drows of oh, silences. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I su- creep. Because is there a way to silence the death effect? <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Wasn't one of the conditions that it re- removes the text box, but not the damage? Is 
That's usually um, the way it works on heroes. I'm just wait, curious. What's the difference between stun or silence? Stun is the stun one is where the cat attack, right? Yeah, and then silence is the one where they lose their color, but they still attack. Don't they also lose their? Isn't silence also they lose their text box? There's there's disarm, right? Isn't there? <laughs> I'm trying to. Jeez. Disarm. Disarm just means they don't deal damage. Disarm is no damage. Okay. Okay. It's it's. I like to think about this. Stun is when you add silence and disarm. Got it. Right. Got it. Yeah. Disarm. That's right. Boom. That's your yeah. beginner's so, artifact talk for the week. Yeah. Finally, yeah. episode episode like <sighs> what are we twelve? I finally you growling for a second. Yeah, I, know, I also. I don't know. You were so excited about a uh, beginner my, artifact my, talk. My dog is very excited. It's midnight right now, and she's like all about playing with this toy. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, let's get let's get just final thoughts on this card. Uh, Nikita first. Uh, I like it if it's if it's worded properly and it's completely fair. Uh, I think it's fun. Well, that's scary, man. I'm I'm getting scared. Um, the, by the growling or yeah. the card. The growling and the card, honestly. The card. If I see it, if I see it played against me, I'm probably like, all right. Well, this guy probably has a way to abuse it. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I like I like it for its uh its ability to kind of it's a clever way of getting rid of or kind of countering big threats without actually outright killing them. Yeah, I don't actually think it's all that good. Um, I like it for that. I mean, I like it because I think it's an interesting card. But I, from a playability standpoint. It's probably substantially worse than Bolt of Damocles, so Got it. Yeah. That, yeah. that to me means it's probably but, but it isn't a green deck and green decks have mana creep. And men and green decks don't really have direct damage, so you do have this like unique ability that you don't you otherwise defend, have. Defend, defend, defend and then win. Yeah, exactly. Which is, which, oh, is, oh. which is their archetype, right? Yeah, you could play like root wall defenses. Oh yeah, now I'm now we're now we're thinking. Oh, I like this. All right. Um, you play the you play the green path. You just keep re regenerating your your uh, allies have your plus tower. Three yeah, this is what the one where you regenerate health on your tower. Oh, and then you just keep. <laughs> yeah, you, literally... you just keep stuff. You stall the game out until the point that the opponent just leaves the game because they don't want to waste their time anymore. Yeah, they're like, 45 minutes is my max. Now 55 minutes? No, thank you. All right. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I think cool. I think with that, we're going to bring the show to a close. All right, um, cool. Uh, it's been good. It's been fun. Um, we had some talk. The one thing... So, uh, and asked, I should really do this at the beginning of the show, all right? Because no one's listening at this point. Um, but if you can, um, please support us by um, downloading the Radio Public app specifically, because they throw a couple cents our way, um, uh, either on iOS or Android. Um, so download there and listen to us there, and that's actually the best way you can help us out. Um, apart from that, I was going to also announce, um, we we're feeling that some weeks, well, this week kind of worked out. All right. And uh, Nikita, like, you know, secretly managed to sway my mind a bit. All right. Really quickly at the beginning, before the show started. You're welcome, um, audience. Uh, you are welcome. On, if you want to say, okay, if, if there goes down, you know, Artifact becomes a great thing. All right. And you're like, all right, like, uh, you know, tell me stories of how did the ASAP Wheelie podcast survive those dark days. All right. <laughs> and they're going to go back. They're going to look back and they see 
And then I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna tell them like, listen, all right, I was, I was ready, I was ready to drop the ball, but Nikita took me, brought me back from the ledge, all right, threw me, all right. He's like, no, all right. My Actually took the ring of Mordor and threw it in the instead. I don't know. Um, point being, uh, so what we are looking to do first thing first, we're gonna be changing the day we're recording, which doesn't matter to you at all. So that, that was pointless to me telling the audience, but at this point, it's whatever. Um, um, but um, what we might do is add a little more fluff, all right? Um, if Especially if the weeks are very empty. Um, and I don't know if we'll have all three cast members every week. It'll depend on our schedules. Um, but we still, for now, at least, we'll be doing regular shows. Um, time permitted, you know, availability permitted and all that. Um, but... You know, do expect more fluff because I think I think if it's a very um, there's some weeks where there's not a lot of information going on. Um, like Zucha said, the real art like the tournaments have really died down, um, especially like big quality ones, right? So uh, I think we might. Um... You you say a little bit of fluff. I just want to throw out my my personal <laughs> vision is that every week we have a different topic that has you know. It's as varied as pizza to, you know, our favorite uh, historical fact. Wow. Like, just just really uh, span the gamut of all right. podcast. All right. Well, well we, will, we will see where it goes um, I in mean, the future. I think honestly, as long if, as... Mm-hmm. If, if, if somebody's, like, enjoying this podcast, I'm sure they're not listening to it for the for the in-depth artifact analysis and news updates. So I'm sure I'm sure they'll be fine. I'm sure whatever listeners are, are like to hear us gab. They'll, wow. They'll, they'll okay. You know what? Our our player base after that comma is about to drop as harshly as Ooh. Artifact's actual player base dropped Ooh. after two weeks. <laughs> so yeah, I think if I, I think if any fans are listening, I think I think they've probably long uh, long since. Left. Yeah, I think I think they enjoy our show every week, so that's cool. Um, yeah, no, but be ready for more fluff. Is my warning to you. All right, if you and if you do want more, apparently, all right, I'll give a shout out to them because because they've been pretty cool. Um, the Long Kyle Podcast does do more gameplay artifact related stuff, while we do the more behind the scenes or I guess general game design kind of knowledge stuff as well. So that's that's kind yeah. of where I see the two. All right. I mean, we're still talking artifact. Like, if something happens, I'm I'm sure we can mention it. Like, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. We can we can weave it into the uh, <laughs> yeah. whatever podcast thing we've chosen. No, it's no. the perspective of three card game players. Like, um, in, at, at the end. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Regardless, there will, if anything big comes up, we'll always be talking about artifact. If the subjects do switch around, there might be some weird weeks. That's just the nature of the beast, right? um i don't know i don't know i think i think i'm good for today uh thank you uh your mission all right this week is to um come up with a topic for us to talk about next (laughs) that's not related to artifacts so that zuchas can be happy no i i don't know i don't know if that's seriously what i want to say how about this um go onto a skype call all right bring your pet and make the pet growl into the microphone while the other person's talking. I think that's... Or Discord. Or Discord. That's your mission for the week there. Hey, man. I'm sorry. I got a puppy. Listen, Way ahead of you. <laughs> it was great. 
Um, all right. Anyway, uh, see you guys. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.